Nation Nail Salon and Grocery Store. Wait, she's at the nail salon and the grocery store? I'm at the Combination Nail Salon and Grocery Store. Groceries through Instacart, delivered to my door. I don't have to choose between acrylics and the grocery store. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here we go. There we go. Oops. Greetings and salutations, everyone. It's Rich Wilson. Welcome to Fantasy Baseball Live. Sorry about the blunder starting up, Timmy. I wasn't able to press the right buttons, and I think I said the word oops. Yeah, I think I caught oops in there <laughs> in the <laughs> background. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, just one of those Kodak moments, right? Absolutely. Timmy, it yeah. is the 24th of February. I was absolutely wrong. I thought thought games started last Friday. They actually start today. So yes. uh, the first one comes on that's televised at 310. I think it is the Seattle Mariners. So, okay, uh, yeah, cool. somebody posted on the Facebook page, happy box score day to those that celebrate. A couple of people are already taking the day off to celebrate, so oh, good, well, good for them, good for yeah, them. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be watching the game, so I'm pretty excited about it as we get closer and closer. And uh, today's a very short podcast, and it's a podcast that we try to do every year. I think I have to sneeze, Tim. Uh, bless you. Okay, there we go. Did you hear that? <laughs> uh, we hit the mute button just fine. Okay, good. So uh, we Timmy is involved in a bunch of industry leagues. He supports our, our site by doing that. We thank him for doing that and allows us to get a picture into what everybody else is doing in the industry and root Tim on throughout the year. And Tim, you had your labor draft on Tuesday. Yeah, and uh, and a fun fun event it was. It ac- actually was quite the day. Um, I took a I took a drive in the morning. Uh, they asked me if I'd take a run up to Dryden, which is two hours away. And I said, yeah, sure, it's only two hours. I got lots of time, right? Uh oh, uh oh. Yeah, showed up at the uh, dealership and they said, oh, we need you to go to Sioux Lookout instead, which is another two plus hours. Mm. Yeah, so needless to say, Tim broke some land speed records and got back at six o'clock. Now the draft was at draft was at eight, but probably seven your time, right? Seven my time. Yeah, so I had an hour to spend uh, spare, so it it all worked out. But uh, I 
I went three hours straight without stopping for a smoke break. Okay, so oh, wow. I was pretty I was pretty wound up by the time I got back. <laughs> Survived. Though. More importantly, not a potty break. So that's impressive. So unless you just used the pens and, and went in the car. So no, no, you can depends that I didn't do that. No. <laughs> so what else? So so labor's been around for a long time. And yes, it has. So tell us a little bit about the history, and I mean, don't give us a blow by blow, but just like what it is and how long it's been around, etc. Yeah, it was originally uh, started back in the 90s as the the first industry league. And it has been plugging around in many formats ever since. Steve Gardner is a commissioner. Uh, it's uh, basically it was started by, oh, last name Hunt James, I think. Anyhow, it, it's passed down to the the, the lead editor at USA Today over the years, and Steve okay. Gardner. Steve Gardner now holds that title, so he organizes uh, four leagues, I believe: uh, an online mixed draft, a mixed auction, AL and NL only, and they're held in conjunction with First Pitch Florida, which I believe is next weekend. So, okay, they, yeah, it's uh, it's a cool, it's it's a very very good, very good group. Uh, Fred Zinke and Steve, of course, are in it. Scott Bianowski and HQ has Ryan Ryan Bloomfeld, Zach Steinhorn, Mike Podhauser, the Rasball guy. It's did it's Mike Podhauser? Didn't he? He used to work with uh, the guy mm-hmm. that Tony Sincata worked with. Uh, yeah, what, years what, ago. That, that's what, where Mike got his start. Correct. Yeah. What was what was that guy's name? He was an attorney. Well, there He's was a, Pat, Pat. 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 Patrick, yeah. Uh, Oh, I can't remember his last can't name. That's remember terrible. His last name. That's terrible. I can't remember either. It's yeah, like... <laughs> but you, you 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 met him in New York. You actually went out one. one I think I met uh, Mike Podhorzer. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. He's working for Fangraphs now. He's been with Fan Fangraphs Good. for a couple of years. And so. Joe Sheehan was was on it. I yeah. watched a little bit of of Jeff Erickson's. Uh, podcast was watching it live as you made your pick they weren't they were a little surprised at your first pick just so you know well i'm not surprised that they were surprised so (laughs) So, uh but anyway so so good stuff so um let's go through the first round and i'll just read off the names and you kind of react and let me know kind of what you thought about the first round in general. Anyway, uh, started off, Ronald Acuna went one, Tim picked Kyle Tucker, as he said he would, Trey Turner, Aaron Judge, Jose Ramirez, Julio Rodriguez, Mookie Betts, Jordan Alvarez, Bobby Witt Jr., Vlad Jr., Shoei Otani, Juan Soto, Bo Bichette, Freddie Freeman, and Manny Machado. Any surprises in that first round from your perspective? Well, probably Tucker at number two is a surprise <laughs> to anybody who doesn't listen to our podcast. But uh, I, I, I like Tucker at two. What, do, what does Trey Turner give me that Kyle Tucker doesn't? Or Jose think, Ramirez? I or think Ho- Trey Turner are. probably gives you more stolen bases and maybe a yeah. little bit safer base. You know, just been around a little bit longer. That's, yeah. that's yeah. I would I would venture to say that. Yeah, it's. Yeah, but Tucker's got more power. Yeah, Tucker's got more power, and I think Tucker hasn't. I don't think we've seen the best season from Tucker yet. I think we have from Turner. Aaron Judge, to me, I I I have him in a dynasty league, so I'm not going to move him. But I 
I just am not believing that this is going to be even close to a replica replication of what he did last year. I hope it is. I mean, I would love to see yeah. it, but I just I can't bet on that. So well, I I couldn't either. If I, if I thought he could duplicate, you know, even seventy five percent, I I hemmed and hawed a little bit about Judge, and then I thought, no, I just. I, I just don't want it, so I so I passed. And you know, Jose Ramirez is now in his early thirties. At some point in time, the stolen bases will will run down a little bit. He was another one that I was considering. But if I'm looking at preferring Tucker over Julio Rodriguez, I only get one kick at the can. So I I took Tucker for what it was worth. As far as the rest of the first round, it went pretty well according to according to the charts, except for maybe Bo Bichette, Joe Sheehan. Uh, Moved him up into the first round. I, I got no problems with that either. I have I, no problems with that either. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Yeah, it's, yeah no, it's uh, last year wasn't uh, wasn't a great year, but he got off to a bad start. Turned it around by the end of the year. The numbers were decent, and I think I think we'll see a more of a twenty twenty one Bo Bichette than we will the twenty two version we saw last year. So. To me, yeah. if, if Julio Rodriguez does what he did last year again in 2023, mm-hmm. then you could take him number one, number two type thing. Yeah. But for now, I I don't know. I think I'm going to let somebody else take the gamble on that. Well, uh, again, there we haven't. We don't have a long history there, do we? No. We don't have a long yeah, history yet on, on Bobby Wood Jr. as well. I think it's, mm-hmm. it, it's a bit of a, a risky pick there in the first round. Well, yeah, when I look at Tucker, he's hit 30 home runs now in back-to-back seasons. Mm-hmm. Okay, the RBIs are, are solid. They will be in that lineup. Uh, stolen bases, he went from 14 to 25. All I want's 20. I've split the difference. And the batting average, I, I think you can look at 260, 270, which, which isn't bad. You know, I, I can... I can certainly, I can certainly live with live with that. But you know, you start looking at Julio Rodriguez, and yeah, there's definitely some risk. Bobby Witt Jr. There's risk as well, except in one category. I don't think there's a whole lot of risk in the stolen base numbers. I would agree. I would agree. And when you start looking at who went off the board in the first three rounds find your stolen bases fairly early and yeah I, hey I, I think we're going to see an increase this year in stolen bases out of the out of per se the middle tier but i don't see bobby witt stealing 50 and i don't see trey turner stealing 40 or kyle tucker stealing you know i i think what we're going to see is guys in the uh, 5 to 10 range maybe going to 12 to 15 mm-hmm. that's that's sort of my thoughts on it and yeah, my, my 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 reaction to uh, Erickson basically surprised that you took Tucker number two because he was hoping he would fall to him to number eight. Yeah. I'm thinking, well, if you wanted him to fall to number eight, <laughs> it's probably a good pick at number two. You you only get one shot at it, Timmy. Tucker's yeah, not going to be it. there when you're picking the second round. So no, he's not going to be there at the end of the first round. <laughs> no. So if if yeah. your stated position is an outfielder early. That's what you want. If you're picking early yeah. in the draft, that's what you're going to get. And Ronald Acuna is not there. Then it's Tucker, Judge, Julio Rodriguez, and Mookie Betts. And I have to take Tucker. Well, 
I appreciate that. I like I said, I've, I put a fair bit of thought into it, and you know, I've I've done a couple, that, you know, the uh, the one draft that we did. Uh, uh, I've also looked at a couple of mocks, and yeah. I strongly believe that going early on either the outfield or third base. Uh, Got to get one of those. You can't leave them. You can't leave them both for later on, or you got real serious problems. I believe. I I, I concur. Uh, and again, the reason I take Tucker is I've already given my concern about Judge and Julio Rodriguez. Yeah. And Mookie Betts is a possibility, but I'd rather have Tucker over Mookie Betts anywhere in this mm-hmm. draft. So that's uh, just yeah. me. And then it's like I I can definitely make it an argument for Trey Turner going in the number two hole and or yes. Jose Ramirez. But mm-hmm. if you're stated. Tim's stated position is he wants he wants an outfielder and to fill up third base early. Then Kyle Tucker's the right pick there, to me. Yeah, yeah, I I totally agree. That's and that's why I I took him and heading heading back down. I again looking at looking at power and speed and went with Randy Rosarina in the second round. I got the got him in my draft and hold, and I'm pretty excited mm-hmm. about that. So mm-hmm. you've got uh, potentially. 50 to 60 home runs. Well, let's see. Rosarina's probably 20. Tucker's at least 25. So 45 to 50. And you've got, you know, probably same amount of stolen bases. Uh, out of the first two, I'm counting on conservatively uh, about 40 stolen bases between okay. Tucker and Rosarina. And 40 to 50, 45 to 50 home runs. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah I think solid start. Very good. So, all right. So then you come back, Randy Rosarina, and, and, and again, picking number two, Tim, he's a long way. So you got a lot of time to think about this and a lot of time to agonize it. And all of a sudden, round three comes up. There's let's, – uh, let's look at pitchers, though. Pitchers are interesting. Uh, yes. Shoya Otani's probably going to be used as a utility, but he might be used as a pitcher. Mm-hmm. Second round, the pitchers go Corbin Burns – Garrett Cole, Aaron Nola, Sandy Alcantara, and then Spencer Strider, which is pretty fascinating. Um, so there was only Fred, Fred believes. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and so there was only in the first two rounds four pitchers taken. What did you think, excluding Otani? What did you think about that? Well, I had I had one big concern. We, we've seen a lot of. Uh, drafts thus far this year coming out of the NFBC. Mm-hmm. Okay, this this group, yeah, they play the NFBC, some of the guys, but it's it's not an NFBC draft. And my concern was that I wanted to wait until the fourth and fifth rounds to pick my pitching. But in the back of my mind, I had a, I had a rather big concern that maybe I might put myself into a hole because, you know, if this group looks at the draft from a last year sort of perspective, perspective, I could end up getting shorted on the pitching, but I took the gamble anyways, and I think it worked out well. It worked out even, great. Yeah, yeah. Even even though a pile of pitchers went off the board, there was still a pile of pitchers left. Yeah, I mean, I, I would have thought if I'm sitting in your shoes and I see five pitchers basically off the board because Strider goes right before that, I'm mm-hmm. I'm playing the gamble knowing that some of those pitchers going to go off the board are going to be relievers. Yes. Uh, and they surely were. And you, you're thinking, you, 
I mean, your Shane Bieber, Julio Urias, those types of cats might be there for you in the fourth round. And mm-hmm. you took that gamble, so you went with another player in the third round. And who was that? Dalton Barjo, who I just absolutely love. Uh, I think he's going to like that new 357 Power Alley in Toronto. And I I think he's going to break the 30 home run mark to go along with about 15 stolen bases, uh, possibly an improving batting average. And you're going to play him at your catcher slot, I'm assuming. Well, I have an option there. Okay. okay, and as, you've as got multiple get, options as we get down there, which is pretty interesting. Yeah, I decided to explore and keep the door open as long as I possibly could. Right now, yes, he's slotted into catcher, but there is a possibility I will use him in the outfield. <clears throat> so, so it's fast. So you've got three outfielders or two outfielders and a catcher, and you've mm-hmm. got. Let you think that Varsho could hit 30 home runs. Let's put 25 on there. So all of a sudden, you're yeah. now sitting at 75 to 80 home runs and a 55 stolen bases or so. That's a pretty yeah. good start from a from a hitting standpoint. Yeah, I I think it's a solid base, uh, one that I can build on. So now you're thinking. Now you got the long wait, and what you're uh-huh. thinking, you're like, you want a pitcher with this next pick. You're thinking, you're just hoping that uh, a stud is remaining when he comes back. Yeah, it, it got down to you know two picks before me. At which point in time, there was Dylan Cease, Julio Urias, Jake Degrom, Alec Manoa and Christian Javier. So I'm looking at it, and I'm thinking, yeah, I'm going to get two of those guys. You yeah, know, and you're li- yeah, you're likely going to get uh, two out of the top three that you like because it would be unusual for Fred, who is picking one, to go three three pitchers exactly. in a row. So you've got to be pretty happy about that. Yeah, when it got, and then, you know, looking just before me went Will Smith and Oscar Hernandez. Uh, so that just set it up absolutely perfect for me, and that I have my choice from Cesarius and Alex Manoa, and I went with Cease as my first pick, and Urias with with my second. I I love it, Timmy. I love those. That's just amazing. You got two top of the rotation guys, two yeah. two hundred plus strikeout guys. What's particularly Urias that plays on a great team. So, you know, mm-hmm. there's wins there. Hopefully there'll be some wins there for Dylan Cease. It's great. They're yeah. two great pitchers, Tim. Well done. Yeah, I, thanks, Rich. I, I think I got 400 strikeouts, 220 from Cease, 180 from Urias, and probably close to 30 wins with so, good with good peripherals. So, I, I happiness is – I. I couldn't want I couldn't want anything more. I did hem and haw about Alec Manoa. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd I, rather have you got to have Julio Urias over Manoa. Yeah, yeah that that was my decision too. So, can we play the what if game? Sure. So let's back up to the third round. What okay. if you would have gone with a pitcher? Who would you have selected looking down that list? Looking down that list, if I had gone with a pitcher there, I probably would have went with Adolis Garcia and sniped Steve Gardner, who took him right after. Or no, he took him before. Did he take him after or before? I'm sorry. Here. So One, in two, the third three. round, which pitcher would you have taken? What what pitcher would I have taken? 
Uh, probably Brandon Woodruff. So the the option would have been Woodruff, mm-hmm. probably with either Cease or Urias, because they would have still been there. And then right. you would have come back, you think, with Adolis Garcia. Yeah, it would have been Varsho. It would have been Varsho and Urias or Woodruff and Garcia versus Woodruff and Garcia. Yeah, I mean, that's close, Tim. Yeah, it is, but no catcher. That's right, no catcher. That's a fair point. And Adolis Garcia, I mean, you're going to – obviously, it's the it's a batting average league, and it's he's going to yeah. hurt you there. So, uh, though, I, I am an Adolis I, – I do carry the flag for Adolis Garcia. I also carry the yeah. flag for Varsho, so I'm a huge <laughs> Varsho fan. Uh all right, it's interesting. I just kind of wanted to play that game just to kind of help yeah. listeners figure out: do they go pitching early? And this it's it's a bit of an advantage to go the Varsho Urias route versus you know the pitcher in the third round. But given the how many good pitchers were there, you know you can make that argument. Yeah, it's, I I hey, the first five rounds I was ecstatic. Everything went according to plan. All right, so you got two pitchers, three positional players, probably two outfielders and a catcher. Mm-hmm. Then you're sitting at six, and what's going through your head as you're thinking uh, about that? Let's take a break. <laughs> Let's take okay. a break as you're thinking about that. Uh, and we'll get back, and we'll find out what's in Tim's head for pick number six. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to – has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're going through Tim's labor draft. It is an expert draft or industry draft. Some people call them expert drafts. Uh, I don't know if Tim likes the word expert, but uh, we've got Tucker, Randy Rosarina, Dalton Vershow, Dylan Cease, Julio Urias, and Tim is sitting on the clock in round six. And what are you thinking? What I'm thinking is I want Gunnar Henderson in the worst of ways in round six. And I'm looking I'm looking at it and I'm looking up at the board and I'm saying with the pitchers currently there, is Steve gonna is he gonna look at Gilbert and I said, No, he's gonna look at Gunnar Henderson and snipe me. 
And I had them all set up and ready to go in the little box where you click Drag. buy me. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. Gunnar Henderson goes one pick before that. That yeah. happened to me in my NFC draft, Timmy. Gunnar mm. Henderson went one pick before me, and it was disheartening. Mm. <laughs> so. Yeah. It, you know, when you play with a, a knowledgeable group of players, uh, these things happen. You can't get too upset about it. I tip my cap to Steve. Uh, he sure wasn't getting Gunner on the way back. I'm not even sure knowledgeable. I, I just think that's. Yeah. I mean, it's Gunner Henderson yeah, in the sixth round. That's 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 good. great. Good. Yeah, that's <laughs> that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and again, when yeah, you know, I, I I chatted with Steve after the after the draft, and I I, I got my payback in round nine. So again, we uh, we took turns sniping each other off and on during the evening and then that's that's part of the game you, so, you smile and you move on so you got exactly one minute to lick your wounds and you have to make a selection so now what do you do well i had plan b at the ready i looked at the bats that were there i didn't want starling Marte because of the injury concerns Good point. uh byron, byron buxton yeah, of course. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I I liked first base, but I wanted to leave it a couple rounds. And Vinny P was there. You know, you're you're looking at Wilson Contreras, winded catcher, Suarez at third base, Jake McCarthy. I've got lots of stolen bases, so I don't need to roll the dice on McCarthy. I didn't like a lot of the bats that were sitting there. Mm-hmm. Okay, that I perceived to be going off the board in the next round. So I, hey, I was hoping Logan Webb would fall as Plan B. To Gunner, but Webb went two picks before Gunner. So there I'm sitting and saying, Who do I like as a starting pitcher that I really believe in this year? And grabbed Logan Gilbert, hoping for 175 to 190 innings of mid mid three ERA strikeout per inning baseball. I, great. I mean, I know you like Logan Gilbert, you've drafted right. him a lot. I prefer yeah. George Kirby. So mm-hmm. I'm going to offer this to you, steak and liquor yes. bet. I got mm-hmm. George Kirby. You got Logan Gilbert. Yeah, that's fine. Actually, it's interesting in this draft, um, when I took Gilbert uh, at the end of round six, the next starting pitcher off the board was George Kirby. Yeah, there you go. So who went he, at the back of round seven. Yep. So uh, yeah. I I liked, I, I've, I've never been a huge fan of George, George Kirby, but I, I think I was wrong there. So I, I'm mm-hmm. putting my money where my mouth is. Okay, so Timmy, then you uh, wait a couple more picks, and what are you thinking next? What I'm thinking is I, I've got Varsho. I really like MJ Melendez a lot. I think there is 30 home run potential in that bat. I think he's going to do it some year. I don't know if this is the year. But I've got Varsho, so let's shorten up catcher. Let's solidify it, shorten it up, and not have to worry about it. And because Varsho can play the outfield, it gives me options later on. Should I like a catcher? So I took MJ Melendez, and I'm happy I did because the bats that I perceived going off the board in the next two rounds were bats that I really didn't want or I'm going to miss with the exception of possibly one and that was my good friend Rudy Gamble from Rasball who took Seiya Suzuki in round eight coming back uh Rudy loves Suzuki he has since he broke into it so I I saw that one coming but other than Suzuki I look at the players that went off the board between Melinda's and my next pick and 
none of them really leap out at me. So do you typically take two catchers this early in a draft? Um, no, I will. I'll say no. Mm-hmm. But when I looked at the options there, I thought it was the best pick. I could have looked at Vinny Pasquantino, but mm-hmm. I I really thought I'd get a shot at Reese Hoskins a couple couple rounds later. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you know, Willie Adamas and William Contreras in Milwaukee, both Contreras's went off the board. William and Wilson, you know, Carlos Correa, meh, Kenley Jansen, you know, a couple closers went off the board. Stephen Kwan really didn't fit into my plans because I've got the stolen bases. Mm-hmm. You know, Sean Murphy, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with Melendez there. One thing, and we'll, we'll continue through and we'll start to pick up the pace mm-hmm. a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a really young team. Tucker, oh, yeah. Rosarina, Varsho, Cease, Urias, Gilbert, Melendez, and then you mm-hmm. finish 8, 9, and 10 with Pena, Jeremy Pena, Reese Hoskins, and Cody Singa. I mean, is there, there's nobody over 30. Is there anybody over 28? Uh, over 28. Reese I think Hoskins is... Reese Hoskins is definitely... He's 30, I believe. Is he really? Yeah, I okay. think he's 29. Yeah, the oldest player on my team after the first 10 rounds... The oldest player is one with the least experience in Major League Baseball. That's Cody Senga. He's yeah. <laughs> my my veteran with no numbers, my zero zero. How how old is Senga? I believe he's thirty, twenty nine okay. or thirty. Yeah, pitchers are different age ages than uh, yeah. than hitters. So uh, Reese Hoskins and Cody Senga, we we know your love there, and then Pena's. It's a great shortstop, Timmy. Once all the top guys are off the board, because who was left? It was Ahmed Rosario. Uh, Javier Baez, no. Uh, Ezekiel Tovar is an interesting pick, you know, if you really run out. Um, But, yeah, I mean, though I worry about Tovar and his experience. I mean, you tell me he's not very good this year, I would not be at all surprised. This is a kid that has just not played much in the minor leagues. Yeah, you look at where I took Pena, I figured he was the last of the upper tier type shortstops. After Pena, it went two rounds before Estrada. And then Javier Baez went in round 11. And then after that, you've got to go... Yeah, Rosario's in there. Uh, oh, is he? Okay. Yeah, no, there weren't a lot of shortstops taken after Pena. Mm-hmm. And I don't think any of them have the upside potential of Pena. So I was real happy to get him where I did. I think it fits. it fits well. And again... You know, if I can get 20 homers and 10 to 15 stolen bases, it just keeps adding to those stolen base numbers. Uh, you know, and then coming back with Reese Hoskins, that was my payback on the Gunnar Henderson because Steve was looking for a first baseman. So, uh, you know, I took Reese Hoskins, and there was a long pause before Steve took Christian Walker. We talked about it afterwards. Uh, yeah, I'd much rather have Reese Hoskins than, than Christian Walker for sure. Yeah, but by that stage, you're looking at getting into the, you know, Ryan Mountcastles, Anthony Rizzo's, Ty Francis of the world. And I think I think Hoskins has the most upside at at that stage. So, yeah, again, I'm, I'm counting and looking at 30 home runs out of Hoskins this year. I Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's it's, a bit of a safe pick. I mean, it's not a sexy pick by any stretch. Mm-hmm. I mean, Vinny mm-hmm. P would have been the sexy pick, but right. um, I... I, I 
I have Reese Hoskins on numerous uh, dynasties. I'm very happy with that. Then 11 through 15, you go Matt Chapman, yeah. Jake Cronenworth, which I think this is the third time you've selected him. You like yourself some Jake Cronenworth. Yeah. Masataki yeah. Yoshida, of course, at 13. Jordan Walker, going Tim going with the young crowd. And 15, he finally gets a closer, maybe, and Jose Leclerc. Maybe. So <laughs> maybe, tell me yes. about your thinking with, you know, Jordan Walker. I mean, that's that's interesting, Tim. Well, I took Matt Chapman in 11. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually like Matt Chapman. I, you know, he consistent high 20 home run. You know, the batting average was a little bit down last year. But I, in that park, I'm, I'm happy to have Matt Chapman as my third baseman. Okay. Well, once I got him at third base, I, I'm looking at the options, and I see Josh Young is still on the board. And how far is he going to slide? And I just thought it was the right time to take a chance on one of the top minor league players in the game, in Jordan Walker. Uh, I can sit him. I can sit him on my bench, and everything works out just fine. And I'll I'll sit on Jordan Walker till he gets a call. If he gets a call early, all the better. Gives me, you know, gives me another another early option. I I figure at the latest we'll see him in the second half. So with labor, you can't pick up after the draft. You can't spec pick on any players. They have to have one at bat or a third of an innings pitch before you can bid on them in fab. So I always take a chance on two or three players. Hmm. What a way to set it up that way. That's 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 no fun. That's old, that's old school. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's it's That's old no, school, it's, but it's no them's fun. the rules. <laughs> it's no fun. <laughs> it it limits it limits me because I love watching, and you know, a couple of weeks before a player gets called up, I play this game all the time. I usually you know bet on them cheap and manage to make it work more often than not. But I can't play that game in this league, so I play that game at the draft and bury a couple prospects. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. 
That's good to know. That's that's good to know that rule because uh, mm-hmm. look, yeah, I, know your I, rules. I I love I like Jordan Walker long term. I just I think everybody needs to really be careful mm. with him this year. He's a very inexperienced yeah. player. Uh, he's learning a new position. So uh, you know, I think if he if he gets a call, it's going to be a lot of fun. But I mean, just right. know, I mean, there's you know, there's risk for sure. Well, yeah, and where did Julio Rodriguez go last year? Probably about the same spot. Yeah, yeah. so uh, again, one of two things is going to happen. I'm going to be real happy, real early, or hey, at some point in time I might have to make a decision as to what I'm going to do with him. But I, for right now, he's sitting on my team till at least the All-Star break. Uh, okay, uh, I yeah. First of all, I don't think the upside of Jordan Walker is anywhere close to the way it is with Julio Rodriguez. I can't believe we'll ever see Jordan Walker go 1-1 overall in a fantasy draft. We've already seen that with Julio Rodriguez, so we'll see. Yeah, so. yeah. but I, I think I think, uh, I think think he can, uh, in a full season, I think he can be a 25-15 player. Sure. With a, with a pile of RBIs. I think he can hit more. I think there's more power in the bat than that. I, I Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, t- I yeah. love the player. I ranked them third or fourth in my yeah. prospect list. Yep. I just for this year, Tim, I just yeah, just be careful. Yeah. Don't take them too early, everyone. And then and then one yeah. of the things that is you got four pitchers. You've got three, mm-hmm. two to th- three outfielders now with Yoshida. Yeah. Um, you got catching resolved. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got third base resolved. The one area that, you know, and again, as we talked about last week, you can't have it all. Well, you went light on the closers. Yeah, the Rolling Stones said it very eloquently. You can't always get what you want, but, yeah, you might get what you need. Yeah, and, that sums it up eloquently as far as I'm concerned. By the way, did you hear the, the report that um, Paul McCartney is going to be recording an album yes. with the Rolling Stones? Well, I heard it's going to be a two-on-two situation. McCartney and Ringo Starr are going to team up with Keith Richards and Mick Jaggers. (laughs) That's awesome. Yes, that is. It is, yes. I I don't know what it'll sound like. It could sound really weird, but uh, I think it's great. Yeah, and it's cool. It really is. Yeah, and if you watch, have you watched the Get Back uh, documentary? I still haven't, no. Oh, Tim. Dude, I, 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 I'm going to, I, I, what's the right word? Call you out. This is a okay. mistake. You, you are making a huge mistake not watching this. This you are going, you're going to watch it, and you're going to call me. You're going to go. I should have watched this a long time ago. It's that good. Uh, so well, you got you got my a... option. My options are ranking players or watching. I'll I let would, you make the call. I, I would uh, I would delay uh, it a week. <laughs> Too late now because we have starting pitcher lined up. So your right. ranking's not on Sunday. So there's no more excuses, McLeod. Yeah, after this Sunday, there are no more excuses. I agree. Trust me when I tell you. It, it is going to be right up your alley, Tim. You're going to yeah. love it. And one I of the things like they do talk about in the documentary, it's they're grousing about the Rolling Stones on it. So it's it's uh, yeah, it's very it timely. Be... So it's it's it is so so good. So I encourage everybody to go watch. I think it's on. Is it Disney? 
I think it's on the Disney. Uh, I think it's on Disney, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's worth just renting Disney for a month and watching it and mm-hmm. then canceling it. So that's if, if you don't want to watch the other stuff. Uh, yeah. Okay, so so you go with Hosley LeClerc as your first closer. I mean, you can't be feeling great about your closer situation, but yeah. LeClerc's okay. Well, um, I think he's got the job to start the year. Mm-hmm. I'll t- I'll, at this stage, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> you know, that's the options are getting rather thin. Uh, in the closer position, and hey, I'm, I got like you said, I got my outfield catcher, third base, shoring up. I like my starting pitching, and I didn't touch a starting pitcher after my first four until round eighteen and nineteen. There's a there's a seven eight round gap where I didn't look at starting pitching. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, everything comes with a price. It does, and, and that that was the price I decided to pay. Uh, at 16 to 20, Josh Young, you love yourself some Josh Young. He'll be at your yep. corner uh, uh, corner infield. Jason Adams, which I guess is another closer, kind of. Well, in Tampa Bay, he I think he got seven or eight saves last year with an ERA under two. Oh, he's a great better pitcher a, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, better than a strikeout per inning. So I'm sort of I'm sort of looking at Jason. If I can get eight to ten saves out of Jason Adams, I'll be real happy. Yeah. You know, am I better off looking at, and I had the choice, am I better off looking at Kendall Graveman or Jason Adam? Uh, you're better off looking at Jason Adam. He's a better pitcher. Yeah, he's a better pitcher, and I think he'll be performing in his role for the full season. I'm not convinced Kendall Graveman will keep and hold that job. Yeah, so still out there. Was Evan Phillips out there, or was it going the, I, I, I don't know which way is it going? So, 15, yeah, yeah. Evan Phillips was there. Yeah, nah. I think Adams Adams is a safer pick. You got Hudson. You got you got a whole mess of players. Gratterall that could all work their way into the mix in L.A. So. Oh, I'm sorry. Evans was uh, Evan Phillips long. I was looking at the second one. So, so mm. the guys left: Trevor May and Kyle Finnegan. If you want to take that yeah, gamble, yeah. Uh, I, I was uh, happy to get Adam there. I. Yeah. So uh, we'll talk about him on Sunday. I'm just looking at other pitchers. Ronaldo Lopez, did you see <laughs> to see the video of him uh, throwing a driveline? No. no. Oh, oh, sorry, I did. Yeah, all oh. beefed up with no place to go. <laughs> yeah, he looked, he looked great, Timmy. Again, oh, yeah. he gets off the bus and you go, I want him. <laughs> That's what yeah. he looks like. So yeah. uh, yes. if you want to go see uh, player porn, it's 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 Ronaldo yeah. Lopez for this year. I, I don't know if he'll be able to pitch, but he looks fantastic. So Yeah, so does uh, Joe Adele, and Tyler O'Neill looks like he should be that's right. on I, a you know, weightlifting team somewhere. I Tyler wanted to – when oh. you were mentioning uh, going through the list, you skipped over Tyler O'Neill, and I wanted to comment. Everybody okay. encourage you just to type in Tyler O'Neill on Twitter. The biceps on this guy, Timmy, it, well, it's Popeye, like – Bicep forearm is ridiculous. I mean, he is like, just amazing. Yeah, he reminds me of Gabe Kapler when Kapler was in his prime. <laughs> you remember Kapler? He had forearms like tree trunks, too. Just yeah. massive. Yeah, I think O'Neill can hit a little bit more than Kapler, but it is yeah. it is a thing of beauty. I, I don't know if it helps him play or not, but, man, he looks fantastic. So, Well, apparently he's... He's looking at uh, auditioning in center field, so wow. that's interesting. So 16 through 20, Tim goes Josh yeah. Young, uh, Jason Adam, Cal Quantrill, which I love that pick, Michael Kopech. Okay, and number 20 is 
Very, very interesting. You win Alec Thomas. Yeah, I I think they're going to give this kid every opportunity to succeed in Arizona. And I just think it was the right time. The combination of power, speed, uh, and the fact that I think they're going to give him a very, very long leash. And he didn't play that bad last year. You know, it's yeah, he wasn't setting the world on fire, but it wasn't. He didn't look lost out there by any stretch of the imagination. So I, I think there's significant upside in Alex Thomas once you get around round 20. I wanted to pause on that because I agree with you because, uh, look, uh, he was not good last year. There's there's no denying. But he's a good defender. They're going to throw him out uh, in center field. They're going to give yep. him a chance to start the season. And as your fifth outfielder in round 20, bring it on, Tim. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I – I like it. I'm I'm real happy with it. Yep. Timmy, let's take a break and then we'll we will wrap up this. We've we've gone forty minutes. Uh, oh, jeez, yeah, that's oh, a fun you... fun discussion. I, I'm enjoying it. You almost asked me if I wanted. Let me take a quick break. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, so uh, at pick 21, Tim goes with Elvis Andrews, just signed. Uh, I'm assuming he'll play your middle infield? Yeah, that's uh, that's what I'm, I'm looking at, correct? Uh, then 22 through 25, my favorite pick of the entire draft by Tim, Andy Rodriguez, of course, Brandon Belt, Liam Hendricks, interesting pick, and Bryce Terang at 25. Love, love the Andy Rodriguez pick particularly for your team. So if you pick him, he gets a starting gig in May, let's call it. Let's hope yeah. Pittsburgh does it uh, and plays well. Then you can throw throw either Melendez or Varsho out in the outfield, and you're golden. Well, yeah. When, right right now, that's, that's the plan. We'll see how it works out. But I don't have, uh, I don't have a backup outfielder. Okay, built into my six-man bench. My backup outfielder is one of Melendez or Varsho. We got Cal Stowers as your backup outfielder. Uh, well, I've got him penciled in every day. Okay. Because because right now when I look at my bench, I've got Jordan Walker, Bryce Terang, and Andy Rodriguez. I've got the great Brandon Belt as my full-time DH. Oh well, then you you don't you you've won the league with that, obviously. Oh, that's right. Yes. Stowers is going to be an outfielder because you're playing uh, Varsho at catcher. Yes, and and if Andy Rodriguez pans out, it gives me my backup catcher mm-hmm. because both Melendez and Varsho qualify in the outfield. Yeah. Yeah, I, yes, it's a very flexible, great flexibility. Absolutely. Yeah, and again, uh, what what it allowed me to do by using my two catchers as backup outfielders, it allowed me to take a look and roll the dice on Bryce Terang. I love the Bryce Terang pick because, I mean, if he gets the call, and I think he's going to be better than Elvis Andrews, so then you can just move yeah. on from Elvis Andrews and mm-hmm. pick somebody else up. That's great. Well, yeah, El- Elvis Andrus was not the guy. I should have went a couple rounds earlier because who I wanted was I wanted Hassan, Hassan Kim. Or, yeah, I, I know. Or, we all know who you want, Tim. Or <laughs> Bryson right. Stott. Yep. And they went. And they went. They went just after I took the two pitchers. 
Quantrill and Kopech. Mm-hmm. So had I had had I to do it again, I would have taken starter Kim. Okay, when I took the two pitchers. Because after Elvis Andrus, there was not much left. Jorge Mateo, Oswald Peraza. Yeah, there was nothing left at middle infield. He was the last one left. And, hey, Andrus could work out. But, again, I'm really hoping that Bryce Terang wins the job. He could, Tim. I think it's great. I'm also looking to that same line that Elvis Andrus has picked. Can I just comment on Jorge Mateo? Yeah. So I'm hearing out of Baltimore with contacts I know and just people in the league, they believe that the Orioles want to do everything in their power to not leave Florida with Jorge Mateo as their starting shortstop. Um, Yeah, I'm hearing utility. They they, they love he's a has great glove. Uh, There's no question on that. Um, But they don't want that bat, the on base percentage in that lineup. They they feel like they can compete this year. Uh, and Jorge Mateo is not in the plan. Great from a utility standpoint. Uh, they're looking at Gunnar Henderson. They're looking at Joey Ortiz above uh, Westberg. Uh, Joey Ortiz ah. is a guy that they re- – because Joey Ortiz is a plus defender. So mm-hmm. I, I think what might even fit is kind of Gunnar plays a little shortstop. He plays a little third base. Yeah. And it, particularly if Joey Ortiz can hit, which I think he can, could be a guy – that becomes your full-time shortstop, and then Gunner moves to third base, and you got a plus, plus left side of the the uh, or right side of the the the, the uh, diamond. So it's yeah. it's it's interesting, but again, they might by default if these guys can't hit, Jorge Mateo goes north, but that's mm-hmm. not what they want, Tim. Well, no, and the way I constructed my team, I don't want Jorge Mateo because what Jorge Mateo brings in. In value, as far as I'm concerned, is the speed game, mm-hmm. and I've got the speed game covered off already. Yeah, I'm saying I'm, what I'm That's, suggesting yeah. is if even if you don't have the speed game, be careful mm. with Jorge Mateo this year. Everyone. I agree. Miles Straw like him better. If you're looking for just speed guys, just be yeah. really, really careful. Timmy finishes it off with Kyle Stowers, Jimmy Herget, Kyle Harrison, and Spencer Turnbull. Tell us uh, a little bit color in those guys because they're all bench players for him. Well, not Kyle Stowers is not. Well, uh, you know, we, we miss Brandon Belt. Tisk, tisk, tisk. How could we miss Brandon Belt? Uh, uh, I think we're going to see a really good season out of Belt in Toronto. I think if he stays healthy, Tim, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a big if. Yeah, in round 23, I'll take the chance. There's still lots of players available in the player pool for that first fab run. So, uh Liam Hendricks in round 24. Yeah, yeah, he was out throwing the other day. We haven't heard anything definitive yet as far as a, a timetable. And apparently at the end of spring training, the White Sox will, and Hendricks will, you know, make an announcement as far as this year is concerned. Yep. Well, I, you know, hey, I can take and bury him. It's unlimited IL in this format. Mm-hmm. I can I can take in Barry Hendricks in on my IL, wait to see what happens and go from there. So I, I thought it was a no brainer as a reserve round pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, all I upside. Yeah, the only hey, if it doesn't work out, well, 
it doesn't work out. But I got a free pick coming in the first waiver wire run, so you know I'll I'll take advantage. And Trang, we already discussed. Kyle Stowers going to play every day, uh-huh. and if I can get twenty. By, by the way, runs, I, I just have to. I, I know yeah. you and I disagree on this. I do not like the unlimited DL slots. I just do not. I think it makes it too easy. Um. I think it allows you the opportunity to replace injured players as they as they occur with no restrictions. And I think you're already getting penalized, okay, by losing a player. Now, granted, I didn't lose a player because yeah. it was at the initial draft. Mm-hmm. But as your season progresses, you get penalized when you lose a player. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the option of ILing them, you're getting penalized twice. Mm-hmm. Because it allows you to not compete. So I'm, I'm a big fan of the unlimited aisle. As long as it is carefully monitored. And, and when players come off the aisle, they're activated right away. Buck up, big shot. All you experts yep. out there, buck up. Play like all of us have to. And that is a limited IL slots. That's all I'm saying. Change the rules. I, just like, you know, I mean, the only unlimited IL uh, leagues I, I know of, Timmy, are Labor, um, Tout Wars, and, and your 20-team league. Nobody else has it. Everybody else has IL. Does slots. anything else really matter, Rich? Yeah, so, really? I, mean, just, I mean, it's like it, yeah. because you have to sit there and make difficult decisions. I, I think the NFC has gone overboard with no IL slots. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I think it is worthwhile to sit there and have to make a tough decision. Do I throw, in your case, Liam Hendricks back in the player pool where there's a chance, let's say that the um, – at the end of April or end of March, the White Sox come out and say, we're not sure we're going to check back in, in June 1st. All of a sudden you get four guys that are hurt and you go, gee, I just can't wait any longer. Let me throw Hendricks back at it. He comes back and says, I'll be back in July 1st. I think that is great. Ah, uh, well, uh, again, as far as the CBS leagues, now that you're retired, you could make it unlimited <laughs> simply by making the move. Actually, I reduced it. I went from 12 IL slots to 10 because I thought yeah. 12 was too many. And well, even though I filled up 12 of a couple leagues, I just yeah. thought it was too easy. Uh, let's make it well, a little bit more difficult. So, well, 10 is, 10 is plenty. Yeah. I yeah. don't have any problems with 10. None, what's, none whatsoever. If you're down to 11, you ain't competing anyways. That's true. And it's All right. not really a tough decision. So, yeah, like, so I'll get off know. my high horse, but I do think uh, well, it's, I, I've it's said a this good horse to ride on. I, I, I I've said this before. the The expert <laughs> leads. Come on, <laughs> come on, play play it like a like like real men and, and men and women do, not the little boys do. Anyway, tell us about Hergit, <laughs> yes. and I, I know your love for Kyle Harrison. Tell us uh, why you selected Hergit. I don't believe in Carlos Estevez. Yeah. He's never had the closer role on a full-time basis. And I just think, you know, Jimmy Herget had himself a really good year last year. I think he's a good I think he's a good arm. I think he's a better pitcher than Estevez is. Now, how that shakes down, only time will tell, but I'm perfectly cap- I'm perfectly happy rolling the dice on Jimmy Herget betting on huh, 10 to 15 saves mm-hmm. this late. Wow. Another right. another closer I like a lot is AJ Minter. 
because Iglesias didn't have a real great year last year in Atlanta. Atlanta's playing for it all. I don't think they'll exercise much much patience with Iglesias. Mm-hmm. So AJ AJ Minder is another player that I'll be watching very very carefully early on. I know you love Kyle Harrison. I oh, love Kyle Harrison. So I, that's for for you. I thought that was a no brainer pick. I I don't take. Uh, I have a tendency not to take rookie pitchers, but that's just mm-hmm. me. But uh, yeah. Spencer Turnbull, tell us what you're thinking there. Well, he's good. He looked really good prior to the Tommy John, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people are forgetting about how good Spencer Turnbull looked. He's got the he, basically he's got the fifth starter job in Detroit. And I just thought, yeah, let's, let's let's take a look and see how see how Spencer Turnbull looks. He should be fully fully recovered from the Tommy John. He's penciled in for the fifth starter spot. So, uh, I, again, he could be he could be gone in two weeks, mm-hmm. or or he could work himself into a two start week sort of option. Right. Yeah. But I, wa- I wanted to see what I wanted to see what he brings. And Kyle Harris and I want him for the second half. And I don't want to be I don't want to be chasing fourteen other guys to spend the most. Mm-hmm. You know, I I'll have lots of opportunities to spend money on saves, <laughs> chasing saves. Uh, I just I just figured I like Harrison. I think he's going to be there in the second half between Harrison and Jordan Walker. Uh, hey, that's two good stashes, I think. The same conversation I had about uh, uh, Jorge Mateo, uh, mm-hmm. same person told me that the Orioles are going to do everything in their power to bring Grayson Rodriguez north with them. Yep. So FYI to everybody. So mm-hmm. that's uh, that's my understanding is they they believe in Grayson Rodriguez is ready mm-hmm. uh, and they want to bring him north. So. Yeah. Take that for what it's worth. Well, I, again, I I think it's his job to lose, mm-hmm. and I think the only way he doesn't come north is if he has a rough spring, or gets then, hurt. And, yeah, mm-hmm. or he gets hurt. Yeah, yeah, one of the one of one of the two. So yeah, yeah, and yeah. good good for Baltimore. They're seeing their window start to open. Take advantage of it. So Timmy, I I hate saying this. Because okay. I, 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 I love to be able to pick at you, and you mm-hmm. like to pick at me, but nice damn, I love your draft. Well, <laughs> I really thank you. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I, I took and uh, RT, RT Sports has a, through either, I think it's Fantasy Pros, and I can't remember the other site. There's two sites, okay, where you can take and it will evalu- evaluate your draft. Okay? Oh, boy. Hopefully you're last. <laughs> so. uh, last in one, 14th in the other. Timmy is happy. Okay, there you go. There you go. Yeah, no, I, 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 well, I, I can tell you why, because they don't have stats for Yoshida. Okay. Oh, they Senga. won't. Oh, yeah. Senga, Kyle Harrison, Jordan Walker, you know. It's a for, young team. Yeah, projection projection models. How many stats? Where do they got built in for Bryce Terrain? I'm looking that he could have a full time second base job, and they're saying he's a minor leaguer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just yeah, I've, it's just the way projection models are are built. Mm-hmm. Okay, that I have a lot of players that aren't going to score well. 
Yeah, I, yeah. And I, I, so the, or at all. <laughs> so I've already said I love the team, but I will say that it's a risky team because yeah. it's a very, sure. very young squad. Yeah, it is. My my veteran presence is Reese Hoskins <laughs> and Matt Chapman, Jake Cronenworth. They got Brandon Belt. He's he's the yeah. grandfather there. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, what, what more could you want? But no, I, I think you know I, I built it with uh, what's the right word? I, it was well thought through. Hey, that's all you. That's all and you I, can ask for, right? I mean, you just want well, logic, yeah. and uh, yeah, I think it's great. So, yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, again, I got to thank Steve Gardner for extending uh, an invite, and hopefully, I represent Prospect Three Sixty One and do them do them well, proud, and away we go. You better, Tim. <laughs> again, at least we get to pick at you if you don't do well, because that's always uh, it's always fun too. So, uh, and Tim's <laughs> yeah, such a great yeah, sport a in all this. You're, it's you're such a great sport, so it, it's uh, and I'm so mean spirited. It works well, so and I enjoy every minute of it. I go. just wish I'm just bummed every time I know you hit the zero point zero. I can't hear it, eh? And that's you got to work on. It. You got to fix. I, that, I did right? not I hit gotta... zero point zero on any of your picks. So, uh, <laughs> I, so Timmy, we're we're going to wrap it up. We've we've been going yeah. for an hour, which is a lot. Fifty five minutes. I I didn't think we'd go this long, but we always do. I don't know what I'm thinking. So, yeah, and it, it was a it was a fun Friday morning. Uh, thanks for giving me the opportunity to to explain some of my thought processes. Uh, had had a lot of fun with it. And Timmy, we'll be back on Sunday. It's probably not going to be a whole lot of chatter. It's going to be, hi, how you doing? Let's get into starting pitching. So it's all starting pitching all the time because it's going to be at least two shows. So um, Yeah, when you're looking at close to around 200 names, there's a lot to chat about. Yeah. We'll see what Tim puts Noah's song. They <laughs> all of a sudden became relevant. That's an interesting situation, isn't it, Tim? Well, it certainly is. It, it makes you wonder what Philadelphia knew and Boston didn't. Well, maybe you know. maybe it won't matter. I mean, the guy hasn't pitched in what four or five years, and are they really going to yeah. carry him on the major league roster? So it's a uh, it's a fascinating story. So well, yeah, it, it it definitely is, and I would love just love it if he came in and shoved it. Uh, that that would that would just be so awesome, wouldn't it? It would be great. It would absolutely be great. I think highly unlikely. Yes. Uh, but, I, I mean, it is It is a – boy, if you're the Philadelphia Phillies, you're probably thinking, oh, my what, – what are we – what have we gotten ourselves into? Because they've <laughs> got to figure out what to do, Timmy. And if they decide not to bring mm-hmm. them north, they got to return them. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling that that ain't going to happen. So, phantom injury maybe? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Because he's, not, uh, he's not, there's no way he's going to have his arm strength built up. I mean, it, it, it's a it's a it's a challenge. Oof. So hamstr- hamstrings and pitchers they go <laughs> hand in hand, don't they? <laughs> oh, it's it's going to be uh, yeah. I I would I would almost bet Tim that there's going to be something that requires an IL stint at least the beginning of the season to build up his arm strength. I just cannot believe and what it, we're yeah. so we're on the 24th, we're five weeks away from the start of the season. Yeah, yeah, it's getting close, and you know, Robbie Manfred's chipped in. They're gonna, they're gonna cut down on. They're gonna watch real carefully on the junk 
pitchers are applying to the ball. Uh, you know what, Robbie? Maybe if you only had one ball, it might be easier oh, on, on the pitchers. There we go. <laughs> Mark the time, 10.06. Oh. Tim's already on bashing uh, Rob Manford. Timmy, it is what? a wrap, my friend. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you on Sunday. Looking forward to it. Be safe, be well. Catch you Sunday.